something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking shit about weddings. And we're going to talk shit about weddings with someone who's in Texas. We are. Pammy, introduce our guest. Our guest is one of my longtime friends. We were just uh, actually talking, trying to figure out how long it's been. It's been a long time. Um, and um, we used to work together. And, uh, and then she ran away from me and went and joined the Army. And um, How did you get away from her? I can't seem to escape her. <laughs> It, it took a federal institution. Um, the Army definitely did it. <laughs> and now she's a major in the Army. And this is my good friend, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Welcome. Hello. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So we, I know very little about your um, history with weddings. I only know like one sentence and it's already kind of crazy. So I can't wait to get into it. So um, (laughs) for our listeners that are new, the way wedding confessionals works is listeners submit confessionals, which are sometimes questions and other times just rants. It's all anonymous and we read them uh, aloud and then discuss and try to give advice and insight. And every week we have a guest who usually has a very interesting uh, view of weddings. And today, girl, that's you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like to say I, I love my husband so much that I got married three times. Or on the other side, I gave him three opportunities to say no and run away. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> awesome. So, so um, yeah, I'm into weddings. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Then we're into you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> so um, back it up to when you were a little kid. We always like to start kind of understanding how people had weddings in their lives when they were kids. Did you ever go to a wedding as a child? How old were you when you went to your first wedding? Oh my goodness, yes. So my family's huge. My mom's got seven brothers and sisters. So there's cousins out the yin-yang. And so anytime somebody was getting married, and we're Catholic, by the way. So anytime somebody's <laughs> getting married, everyone's showing up from the woodwork. And I gosh, I cannot remember the first one that I went to. I, there's photos of being at cousin whoever's wedding or this, you know. <laughs> and I, can't, I don't remember whose was the first one. But the one I, I really distinctly physically remember being there and seeing the pageantry of it all and the beauty and the flowers and everything was my cousin Christina's. And she got married in Dallas and very nice, beautiful church, beautiful venue. And I just remember like, oh my gosh, I'm wearing a really pretty dress and everyone looks amazing. And this is going to be so fun when it's my turn. And I feel like that was middle school, honestly. I was barely, I was not young, young, but there's all these other weddings I know I went to because there's pictures. <laughs> So. <laughs> it's all a blur. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's a lot of cousins. So, you know. And were you ever a part of any of these weddings? No, I, unless I'm totally wrong. And it was when I was a kid. I don't remember ever being in someone's wedding. The first time I remember helping with the wedding was my cousin, Matt, was actually not my mom's side, my dad's side. And I was in high school and he was only a few years older than me. And I remember helping out at his wedding and helping out actually at his sister's wedding as well. She got married before him. But I wasn't in. I wasn't like, and I wanted to be. I was like, oh, I want to be one of those special people. I want to have the special dress that matches everyone else. Um, But no, I didn't. I wasn't (laughs) in the wedding. How did you help them unofficially in high school? Uh, My cousin, it was, he had a little girl when he was getting married. He had a a young, young, she was less than one. So it was one of those where I helped out taking care of, this is a common theme. I helped out taking care of the, the babies there. 
um, and helped get the you know the guest book and the um, the little table where everybody came and signed in and and got their little cards and all that stuff. So little things like that, being being the little admin helper. <laughs> you know, but it was also special and fancy, you know. It's a special book with a special pen. Don't lose the special pen. Uh, so. No, we got to keep that pen forever. Forever. Yeah, in the attic exactly. somewhere. In it a was box important. that we'll never see again. <laughs> no, clearly. Unless you're me, in which case you put it on display in your home, but whatever. Oh, you kept yours? So not the pen, but my cake server set is the first thing I thought of. I have a, a cake server set that's engraved. And that is literally sitting on display in my living room. Nice. Aww. Okay, yeah, with from, my cake topper. From which, yeah. from which wedding? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let's yeah. back it up. Wait, <laughs> so, wait, were you ever a bridesmaid or a maid of honor I, at any I, other weddings as, as an adult? I have never been a maid of honor. I have been a bridesmaid. So I was a bridesmaid for a really good friend of mine who was in high school and college. Um, ironically, never went to my best friend's wedding. We were on a show and I couldn't get there for the timing. Didn't go to one of my sister's weddings. Another story altogether. We'll talk shit about her later. Love her to death. And yeah. So we'll, <laughs> we'll give her a little shout out. Um, but I was a bridesmaid in my uh, second sister's wedding. Um, so when she got married, I was in. I was not the maid of honor, but I wasn't a bridesmaid in her wedding. Right on. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I forgot that I was the dog wrangler in Pam's wedding. That was my. <laughs> oh, nice. You were in charge yes. of the ring bearer. I was. Yes. Well. Yes, you did do that, and you were also like in charge of bossing Dixon around. Um, our True. the yes. the person who you're efficient, uh, efficient, yes, yeah. and I'm um, just you know kind yeah. of because I knew that would be a really good spot for Kelly. I wanted, I, I knew she would oh, yeah. be, and and I he, like he exactly. <laughs> yeah, she um she and Dixon have a, a fun relationship, so. I knew I knew that she would be able to to uh, keep him in line. I like that you chose to be your efficient someone that needs to be wrangled. Right? I think it's a lot. You like, you like to gamble on big days, don't you? Yeah, why not? <laughs> right on. So um, before we get into your wedding, now I just want to know about that, the involvement of the sister's wedding that you just oh, kind of yeah. alluded to. <laughs> Tell what you yeah. can without destroying family relations. Oh God! So my she listens Sarah, too. Yes, listens, yeah, listens to it to wedding confessionals. Yes. loves it. Hello. She's the one who's like, oh my God, have you heard this? And so yeah, she's totally. <laughs> Sarah, I love her to death. No, she's fabulous and fell in love with a wonderful man, and they decided to get married fairly quickly. Well, the problem for me was being in the army. I was stationed at Fort Lewis, Washington, at the time, so near Tacoma, and they're in New Mexico and Albuquerque. So you know, it's a bit distance to travel. And then I was also about to have hip surgery. <laughs> so I couldn't travel because I had to wait to have that done and it's the army and you don't get to dictate that in the military. So and also I, I it's your, your hip, which I imagine makes it hard to get on a plane and just like hang out. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. <laughs> Not something you can do for a long time after that. So yeah, yeah I just, I wasn't able to. Um, and I was super sad and a little pissed off at the time. Now I just, I love seeing the photos and, and I, Watched a lot of it on Skype. So, oh, you did? Um, you, you, know. you like Skyped in for the wedding? I did. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, Who yeah. was holding the other end of the, the phone or camera? It, it depended on what moment in time it was. So one of my <laughs> sisters did it as part of it. And then my sister's best friend did it. And then... Gosh, who was the other? There was someone else that like really walked me around like I was literally the walking computer head. 
<laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah, so I, I just see it. I just didn't get to be there. Yeah. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. But, yeah. but so, you were there. Beautiful. It was so beautiful. And I have photos from it, which I just, I love, have those around. So that's cool. So your wedding, you mentioned <laughs> yeah. three. Weddings. Hold on. How, who, who's the, who's the now husband? Yes. What's so his Dan, name? Good old Dan. How did you meet Dan? Dan, um, Dan and I met on a drop zone at Fort Hood. So we're What's both, a drop zone? It is a place where things that get tossed out of airplanes land. It's not people. Romantic. <laughs> right? Exactly. It was, um, yeah. So my husband flies Black Hawk helicopters. <laughs> hubba hubba. And, so he's a pilot. Yeah. And that's hot. There. I know, right? I'm saying. So yes, he was out there doing the I'm an aviator and we coordinate with the Air Force because it fly things. And the Air Force was out there flying aircraft and dropping things out of the aircraft and then... I was out there because my job in the army as public affairs is we do what we tell stories. So we take photos, videos, we write journalistic stories or we coordinate with media so they can do that for us um, or tell, help, help us tell stories, um, get the news out there, inform the American public. There's my plug. Um, <laughs> so I was out there taking pictures. Like it was, I went out to take photos for the first time. And so, of course, I get to stare at him through a camera lens. And we just had a good time talking because it was a windy day. So we, the airplanes kept circling overhead and then not dropping anything because it was too windy. So we sit around him, me, and like three or four other people who had different, you know, jobs at the time. We were just waiting for this stuff to fall out of the aircraft and started talking. And then he got ready to leave and his boss's car wouldn't start. So I was like, hey, I can give you a jump because I always have jumper cables in my car. And literally over the open hood of my car, he asked me out. Said, hey, you want to get coffee sometime? <laughs> like, oh, yes. So smooth, Dan. <laughs> You're like, Dan. she's handy. Yeah. She doesn't yeah. want to solve problems. I got to lock this one down. <laughs> yeah. And I found out later. So he got in the car with his boss, and, and his boss, as they got in the car, apparently said to him, You know, you should have asked her out, right? <laughs> and, and then the car wouldn't start. So, you know. Nice. Aww. Wow. So the boss said you should have asked her out. The car doesn't start. And then he actually gets the opportunity. And then he does it. Yeah. That's cool. I like I it. I like this guy. I like him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> How long was it after from uh, hanging out with jumper cables to being uh, proposed? How long did you guys date? We let's see. How was... does one date? Are you on the same? Are you in the same location during all of this? Um. No. Okay. So this we had a really non-traditional, except very typical in the Army courtship, where six weeks after we met, I believe, I went to Jordan, the country, Jordan, and did a month-long training exercise there. And while I was in Jordan, he moved to Korea. So he was gone, and I was gone, and then I was back, but he was still gone. So we had a great <laughs> six-week time dating um, before we split ways, but we decided we were going to, you know, try the whole long, long distance thing and keep it up. I visited him in Korea and then he came back to the States and visited. Then he took me to his brother's wedding where I met his entire family for the first time. No pressure. Um, yeah. No, none at all. Um, <laughs> got bronchitis. So I became that girl who's from Texas and can't hang because I got bronchitis because they live in Minnesota. It's effing cold there, and I am thin-blooded from Texas. So <laughs> I made a great first impression, I'll say that. Um, yeah, so it was a lot of back and forth and on the phone and on Skype and on, you know, text messages or whatever. Um, and then I moved to Korea, 
So that helped. Um, but that was a year. I moved to Korea a year after we first started dating. So it was probably, yeah, so it was a year after. And then it was the following September is when he proposed. So however many months that is, because I'm not going to do math in public, that's how long it was. Roughly two years <laughs> then, ish. A little less. Okay. Yeah, ish. yeah. right on. Um, and well, how was the proposal? Yeah. What happened? So we were in Japan. <laughs> So, I love that all proposals <laughs> have some weird twist. <laughs> but, you know, there's all this, there's all this weird backstory. But ultimately, we were in Japan with my little sister Ashley, who was also living in Korea at the time. So the three of us all lived in Korea. We traveled to Japan to go to Disney, Walt Disney World in Japan, which is amazing. They have Disneyland and Disney Sea, and I tell you, Disney Sea is one of the most magical places on earth. What is Disney Sea? Is it like a Sea World or is it like a cruise ship? Neither. Oh. And so it's like Disneyland, but with a lot of water and a lot of nautical um, theme. They have like the big ship, like they still have the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea ride and this huge ship got all like Da Vinci's inventions in it, like life-size scale models and like crazy stuff like that. Um, but it's just, they call it, they have Disneyland and Disney Sea, And it's also on like a port, you know, because it's a giant island. So that's cool. Anyway, it's gorgeous. They have a, vo- a working volcano in the middle. I mean, it's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we're there in Japan and watching the giant nighttime spectacular on this big old lake water thing in the middle. And this huge like float comes out and it's got stuff projected on it because it's Japan and Disney so it's really tech high tech and cool um, and they're doing all the different Disney stuff and Pam knows you go back in my life Cinderella has a very significant meaning for me um, and Sam knows that yes. so in the middle of this show it comes to the Cinderella segment and it's playing Cinderella songs and the fairy godmother's on top of this giant thing and he literally just like whispered in my ear will you marry me and I looked up at him and he had like a tear on his cheek and oh. I about died it was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. So anyway, you said yes, or were you like, I'll think about it? I say yes. I mean, I'm a sucker. What can I say? But no, I said, <laughs> he knew the right moment. That's awesome. He did. He timed it well, definitely. <laughs> was that planned, or was it just like he was inspired in that moment? I am pretty sure he was just inspired in the moment. Like, there was no ring or anything like that. It was just that was he decided to do it. I like Aww. it. Oh, man. So That's some Disney yeah. magic right there. I know. <laughs> oh, yes. That will come back into play oh, in just a minute. Oh, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So now you're engaged. <laughs> you said yes. Yeah. How do we yes. get to three weddings? <laughs> um, the army entirely. And, and going back to the part where I'm Catholic. So we were in Korea, state, both stationed in Korea. He was stationed down in Seoul, and I was in the north part of South Korea. South Korea, for those people who are concerned. We were in South Korea. Um, (laughs) The north part of South Korea. Yeah, the north part of South Korea. So we lived apart, um, and that's kind of the army. You know, you you go where they send you. Well, part of that is if you get married to another service member, they have what's called the Married Army Couple Program. You register, and you put in your records that you're married, and then they have to consider that when they send you to your unit, your next station or whatever, so that they try to put you guys where you can still live together. So you may not be working in the same place, but they try to put you close enough where you could maybe live in the middle and then both commute. You know, it's kind of the idea. Is what That's they're cool. Try to do. Yeah, they try. You have to be married to be able to do that. So right. we decided 
you know, we didn't have a whole lot of time. I mean, he proposed in September, and then we got married in April. And that was, we were getting ready to both leave Korea. They had to give us orders. So we were trying to get the army to know we were married. So we went down to the courthouse in Seoul and got our, well, first we went to the base and got our English language paperwork. And then we went to the courthouse in Seoul and paid our money and got our marriage certificate. And then we went back to the English side where they translated it and put a little sign thing on Like, there's literally three pages to my marriage certificate because it's in Korean. <laughs> so it has the English translation page that goes with it. Um, but yeah, that's that was the first quote-unquote wedding, but that's when we got married was in Seoul so that we could be recognized by the army. Was there any sort of ceremony for that one? Was it like an actual courthouse, like you had to have some sort of judge or anything? How does it work there? So we both went down in uniform. My first wedding dress was my uniform and my combat boots. Cool. Nice. And we, you, you just had to go get the paperwork. And then at the, at the courthouse we, with the, you know, the Korean language, we thought we'd have some sort of, you know, somebody t- makes you say, yes, I, I'm agreeing to do this. No, you just show up at the counter and you give them your stuff and you give them your wand, the, the currency, and you pay however much. And they say, okay, we'll call you. And you go sit down and wait and hang out. And we're like, so what do you think is going to happen next? Oh, I don't know. Let's see. We walk up and they're like, okay, here you go. You're married. You're married. Boom, married. Here's your paper. You're married. <laughs> Romance. <laughs> it's just very Korean, I guess. Very straight and to the point. Yeah, let's get so, it yeah, done. No ceremony. We went down. I think I've had a more emotional trip to the DMV when I was 16. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. But they had this little cafe. We went down there and got one of their amazing, like, baked good things. It was like an almond bun or something. And it was really good. And. That was our celebration. <laughs> Did you have to go to work that day? Was it? Was it a? Did normal? you do this on your lunch? Well, no, we had to do this on a work day because you know the court's not open on a weekend. Yeah. Um, both of our bosses gave us the day off so that we could link up because I I had to travel an hour and a half to get down there. So yeah. you know my commander was was great. He's like, all right, have fun getting married. <laughs> 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 for me, you know, and the, and his Dan's boss the same. He was like. It's about time, you know, go marry her already. You know, so. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So how do we get to wedding number two? Now you're officially legally married. So now we're legally married. And it really stems from how I wanted to do wedding three and the fact that where I wanted to do it. And we needed to have the sacrament of marriage. So I'm Catholic. We had to have our sacrament. Now, if we're already married, they call it convalidation. But it's basically saying, you know, in the church, we'd you make the vow to, to obey that, that the sacrament of marriage and to respect and honor and love each other forever and ever and ever and all that. Yeah, and that's like um, the traditional Catholic wedding that you grew up with in the yeah. church mm-hmm. with, yes, the, with communion, the whole thing, that, the whole ceremony. Got it. Right, exactly. Now, since I wanted to do my wedding the way I did, we couldn't do the wedding and the sacrament at the same time. So we just did the sacrament on its own, and that's how it became wedding number two. Um, so that was... Me and Dan, his parents came down from Minnesota. My parents came in. Um, one of my sisters was there. Jessica was there. Um, and then my best friend came out and brought one of her kids. And then a friend of mine that Dan and I both knew from being in Korea came. And it was like, that was the party. That was just us. Um, and the priests, we did our whole thing. I had to do all the pre-Kana before that, you know, the, the, the learn how to be married stuff. Which, by the way, we still hadn't been living together because this is the army. We weren't stationed in the same place. So we were still not living <laughs> at this point um but yeah did all that had the, the priests give us the hominis ominous and and the cross and all of that and 
officially in, in the church we were married. What city was, did that take place in? That was San Antonio, Texas. Okay, got it. So yeah, at this point, so you're stationed in Stan- San Antonio. And yeah. where was your now technically husband at the time? He was at Fort Hood, where he, where we had met, which is about an hour and a half north of Austin. Okay. So we basically were about two and a half hours apart from each other, um, commuting around Austin to see each other on weekends. Wow. Damn, girl. Yeah, but he was better than nothing. So we sure. we're good. Yeah. yeah. So then number three. So number three. Was You're like, let's do it again. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Over again in a heartbeat. So I, I wanted to be a pretty, pretty princess. And like I said, Cinderella has a very big place in my heart. So we went and had a fairy princess, fairy tale Disney wedding at Walt Disney World. You did. Yes, she did. Right. Oh, yeah. So Disney World is yes. in the one in Orlando. Yes. Got That's it. Cinderella's castle. Oh, shit. Yeah. In the back. Oh, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. So we, my husband is a kind and wonderful understanding person because he agreed to do this. Um, and, and the second he said yes, I was like, it's on. This is great. <laughs> planning it in Korea. So this made my life a million times easier because we called. They said, yeah, they assigned me a wedding coordinator and her assistant. And then every couple of weeks, she'd be like, hey, checking in, have a couple questions for you. And by the time I got there, I had a wedding. It was amazing. Oh, wow. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah I hear that they're, they're, I mean, it makes sense because they're a well-oiled machine. I mean, they do these yeah. all the time yeah. and they, it's Disney. So they do think of bell. everything. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. and it's magical, beautiful. So this is the one I really want to hear about. It was just gorgeous. walk me through the whole thing. How many people, what time of day? Just, I want to just live in this moment. <laughs> okay. So we did, we did a 2.30 in the afternoon ceremony, and we'll get to why, um, because it all builds up to how we ended the night, um, and we had to make it there. So we did like an afternoon wedding ceremony in the Disney Wedding Pavilion, so it's right there next to the um, Grand Floridian Hotel, so it's that gorgeous, like, whitewashed with the, what was it, red roofs, and this beautiful, beautiful look. And they, the inside of it, literally, we decorated with two floral arrangements and flower petals on the sides of the aisle. And that is it, because it was beautiful on it its own. Beautiful. I didn't have to do anything else. Awesome. Um, so we did, we had a, like 110 people total. So you had like a real huge, wedding, yeah. But it's a good number, yeah. 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 And we figured, and I both, we're, our families are all over the place. We're living in goodness knows where by the time we're going to do this. So we thought, well, if everyone's going to have to travel, let's take them somewhere they want to go. <laughs> so we did this. And we're like, hey, bring your kids. Like, everybody come, whatever. You know, come on down. There was a room discount. For That's the true. If you're having your wedding at Disney World, you're kind of a jerk if you're like, don't bring children. <laughs> right? <laughs> Adults only to Disney. <laughs> oh, my I gosh. Mean. And the kids, they they did the whole wedding kid pack. Did, wait, you know, did you go to this? I was there. Oh, I yeah. didn't know this. Mm-hmm. I, okay. okay. Ava and Logan, oh, Jeff yeah. had just had surgery on his arm uh, or his collarbone. So he was he was in a sling. But yeah, we were all there. You're like, get on the plane, Jeff. I don't care if you're in pain. <laughs> he literally had it like two days before. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Logan was a baby. So <laughs> like, we're not oh, missing this. That. Let's go. Everyone. Well, I'm going without oh, yeah. him, whether or not. So he's like, <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Sorry. So it's a hundred people. Grand Floridian. 
so they had, and the way they, they're brilliant. Disney's brilliant. The way they built this chapel, there's a, wet, a window behind the main altar where you're standing. And it's um, concave or convex, whichever one is the right word for whichever side of the glass we were standing on. But it's curved. <laughs> and so that the further down the aisle you go, the castle, which is Cinderella's castle, which is directly through the window, further back from the aisle you get, the bigger it looks. Cool. So you're standing in there's this like there's the castle in the window. It's like stupid amazing. Little things like that. So yeah, had this ceremony. We did it in the Catholic form. It wasn't a Catholic wedding, but we did it in the Catholic form, so it felt the same. Um, and, and had the readings, and my little sister sang because she's amazing. And you know, did the whole deal, and it was awesome and fun. My nephew, my sister's, he was 18 months old at the time, was one of the three. Uh, ring bearers and halfway down the aisle decided he was having none of it burst into tears and just stopped <laughs> it's like so, that no, castle's too big I gotta sit down <laughs> so you know my my brother-in-law had to go get him and, and urge him down the aisle but it worked out in the end and then Dan, <laughs> niece, our nieces on Dan's sister's daughters were the flower girls and they were just adorable and gorgeous and it was just amazing and wonderful and and I rode to the chapel in Cinderella's carriage. Yes. And had, what? Yeah. In Cinder my parents and I, from the Grand Floridian where we did photos, rode in Cinderella's carriage oh to the chapel. Oh, my God. Horses, oh, yeah. a gorgeous carriage. <gasps> did you see I mean, her arrive in this carriage? No, I saw her leave. Oh, okay. So oh we exit, Anna and I. We exit the chapel, and there's this, like, bridge, and then everybody's lining the way, and there's Pam right there on the left, and I see her, and it makes me <laughs> But we, we all head out there, and there's the carriage again, and so Dan and I get to ride off in Cinderella's carriage, you know, to our happy ending. It was just amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm guessing yeah. there was a reception? Oh, yeah. That's yes. just step one. Oh, okay. This was one. step one. I'm sorry. Keep yes. going. Keep I am going. loving this. <laughs> so we did we did the reception at the boardwalk so in the resort area there's the boardwalk in which i love the era it's you know all about it's the swing dancing thing in me so we were at the atlantic dance hall which is just amazing because it's this old style 30s 40s dance hall with the dance floor and the stage and the the upper tier balcony area and the tables and stuff so we had that all set up um again didn't have to do a whole lot of decorating because the place itself was just perfect mm -hmm. and had the most amazing food i'm telling you we got to do i'm totally sidetracked we got to do a take <laughs> visit before the wedding and do a planning visit and see everything and go over stuff and have a full like chef hosted tasting of food oh hell and, yeah oh my god and you could have fed 20 people with what they brought for me my husband then fiance my sister and then his sister came out because his brother, the best man, was. Oh, I would have tried to get on that trip too. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to Disney to taste food. Okay, done. Yeah, <laughs> twist my arm. Oh, I died. It was so good. So we just we had this amazing spread for the um, reception, and we had things like my dad has celiac disease. He can't eat gluten. He can't eat bread. It's the saddest thing in the world. I die. I live on bread. So. <laughs> But they annotated that and they, my wedding coordinator went to him first and made sure he got all of his, you know, everything that he could have that he didn't have to worry about. Um, my aunt is definitely allergic to cheese, so they made sure that she was taken care of and no issues there. I mean, all of these little things. My nephew's allergic to peanuts. I mean, they were just on top of every possible 
contingency for people who had stuff they needed. And you had a good but kids menu you. too. So, I mean, there was like mac and cheese yeah. and chicken nuggets. I mean, you know, we yeah. were happy. They were happy. It was, it yeah. was good. And they, and they were so good about that. It was like, all right, we're going to have 30 kids at this wedding. Here's the kids menu. There's going to be food they'll want to eat um, and cake. And, and more than cake because yes, but anyway, so we had this, this great, the great food. The DJ was pretty good. He knew I liked swing dance music. Pam and I got to do an amazing swing dance. We did to the longest family of the greatest big band songs ever. We were dying. dying. By the end. So, oh my God. I had not been so out of breath in a long time. <laughs> sweating on the dance floor. Yes. yes. I was like, I thought I was in shape. This is just so long. <laughs> This is humbling. Yes. (laughs) It was so fun. And then Dan's family has this goofball tradition for weddings where they play Meatloaf's Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Oh, my gosh. I've heard this before. We had another (laughs) guest on that talked about this. I had never heard the song until I started going to weddings in the Northeast. I was like, what is this wild song about consent? (laughs) (laughs) family aunts uncles his mom his dad his dad is not as enthusiastic but he still gets into it the uncles <laughs> the cousins, his sisters and brothers and brother i mean every one of them knows every word to this song and they perform it they don't just like <laughs> sing. it's theatrical oh it is they split the dance floor yes. the women are on one side the men are on the other yep. and so we do that at my wedding and i was like oh i'm a picket i'm part of this family this is so great <laughs> My whole family's like, what is this? This is awesome. You know, and, and like, so we're, my family's musical. You know, I dance. We, we, we play the piano forever, sing, whatever. Dan's family's musical, too, which we love to be around. So at, our, at the reception before we did the meal, Dan's dad did, like, a little tiny speech and was like, let's do the, the blessing. And they sing Johnny Appleseed. It's just this tradition they do. So they say, oh, the Lord is good to me. And it's that whole song. And so they all know it. And they just start out and somebody sings oh at whatever pitch they choose. And the whole room erupts because everybody's all over, you know, spread around the room. And this harmony starts to come out. Everybody starts singing. And this is what they do in his family. So my family's literally, my sisters are like, oh, my gosh, I was in tears. It was the most beautiful thing ever. (laughs) It's really close, I swear. But it, it's just, it was one of those moments you're like, this is so cool. That sounds like a musical. All- yeah. And everyone just I mean, like burst into song perfectly in harmony across a yeah. room. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Them, really. I was just <laughs> sitting there listening. Um, but yeah, so that was just a really cool moment. And then the food and the dancing. And then we had to have, to, to cap off the reception part of the night, we had to have a special guest. And really... We had to have it to just see how many kids would slip their lid. But out comes Mickey Mouse to end the party with us. And oh. Mickey Mouse came and danced at my reception with me and all the kids. It was <laughs> That's so cute. It was amazing. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I was I'm across the room. These kids were, like, shrieking and taking a deep line. That's oh, like a yeah. celebrity sighting for a five-year-old. Well, I'm like, how is this ever going to be taught? Like, Ava was uh, maybe four, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. She's just going to think, like, Mickey Mouse just shows up at weddings from here on out. I'm like, you're so spoiled. Like, it was amazing. And now yeah. Santa Claus. <laughs> right? Exactly. The only thing I could have done better. 
Um, but then, so we, and this kind of gets to where we had the wedding at 2.30 in the afternoon, because the one thing my husband said is, if we're going to get married at Disney World, then I want fireworks. Yeah. I was like, okay. So we <laughs> had a dessert party, because that's a thing, it turns out. Sure. At a dessert party at Epcot. So we had the entire upper French terrace reserved for us. And we all got bussed over and talk, taken backstage into Epcot to oh, our special Oh, it was so area. cool. Oh, I'm so jealous yeah. of this shit. Why didn't uh, I know Kelly? <laughs> I'm pissed, I'm by the way. You could have left Jeff at home with his bum shoulder. I could have been your plus one. True. It's the true. The kids love me. I love Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Seriously. So, yeah, we had this whole thing set up. And that's where we did our cake. So we did the cake cutting outside there. Had the, again, the special cake cutting service that I now have probably on display. But we also had like this giant buffet of desserts <laughs> to go with it. Awesome. I mean, you wanted everything. I'm like, I want that and that and that and yeah. that. I mean, it was just all delicious desserts and everything. Tiramisu, I don't even remember. It was a lot. Plus the coffee bar with Bailey's so you could be warm and toasty. And love it. Just Actually, a fairly cool night. You know, I put a sweater on over my dress. We were, it was a little chilly in the mm -hmm. in the dark. Yeah, we had this huge illuminations show for the end of our wedding, and we have all these great photos with fireworks in the background with us smiling and all. I mean, it was just like you can't even write this stuff. It was so great. That's so <laughs> awesome. It was so cool. Yeah, it's the best wedding in the world. I dare anybody to top that. <laughs> 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 beat that wedding boom, boom. but go. yeah it was so cool like being bus because we went from one location we got bus to the second location then we got back in the bus and we went to the third location and then they're like opening the doors that only you know the backstage doors and you're being walked through and all of a sudden you know you go through this tunnel and then you're in Epcot and all of a sudden people are like looking at you because you're all dressed up nice and you're with a group and people you know have There's their balloons a, a and wedding gown floating through the room yes, yes. Oh my god oh, if I was at Epcot just staying in line bored and looked up and saw a bride I would have lost my shit yes it was <laughs> so fun was in his dress blues uniform yes so he looked like a Disney prince he was in uniform <laughs> that's amazing literally we had to walk to the restroom at one point and someone was like which princess is that which prince is that and you're like and it's mine like, bitch <laughs> <laughs> that's my prince <laughs> Oh, man, it was so much fun. That's so cool. God. Yeah, three weddings. She did them all right. So yeah. what, was the, time <laughs> too, so what was the time between the the original one in Korea and the Disney one? How much time span are we talking? Math in public. Hold on. <laughs> Seven months. Seven, Seven months. months. Wow. So, and, and this is what a nerd I am. So my when we got married is April 11th. So it was four one one. One four April eleventh, two thousand fourteen. Okay. Our wedding was on November fourteenth. One 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 four one four. So it's all ones and fours. Oh, nice. It's really easy to remember. That's cool. Do you celebrate both? Like, I did that on purpose so I could keep it straight. Do you celebrate both? We remember them all. Um, the one that we <laughs> like, happy anniversary for is the first one, April eleventh. Oh, that's sweet. Aww. Yeah, yeah, you got to pick one. Yeah. 
<laughs> or not. Yeah, but hell. every time all three. Seriously, every time November comes around, I'm like, so we're going back to Disney World, right? Time <laughs> <laughs> for an anniversary party. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, Kelly. Yeah. That was one hell of a wedding story, girl. Thank you. Thank I'm you. so glad you enjoyed it too, because I'm sure it's really nerve wracking because you're, tr- you're coordinating from afar and you know, Disney ain't cheap and it's like, I'm so glad it was worth yeah. it. And you had a wonderful time. It sounds like your guests had a blast. Yeah. The idea. I thought this has to be fun. You know, I want to have a Disney party so everybody can have fun. And I wanted to have fun, which is part of why I was so happy with the way they do their stuff, because I needed somebody to take care of this. We were traveling. We moved in the middle of being married and then being married again. And, you know, there was just a <laughs> It's true. So. When you first, when Pam first said, yeah, Kelly had three weddings, I was like, whoa, does she have like a tumultuous relationship where they keep like breaking up? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going to happen in this episode. <laughs> just spread that all out across like the whole year. Just make sure it's all our year. Yeah, your wedding yes. year. Jeez, yeah. girl. It was fun. And I wanted people to enjoy it. So... Well, you did good, girl. You did Congrats. good. Congrats. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Yeah. I'm sure like the eight-year-old inside of you is like best wedding ever. Dying. I mean, it's just <laughs> it's Disney as kids, you know, high school or whatever and riding the monorail. And this one time, it was like this family trip we'd taken. This one time we we're going past the Grand Floridian and we saw a wedding party coming out me and my sisters. And we were just like, you can get married here. I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> so I made that shit happen. Yes. Yeah, you did. Made that shit happen. Oh, <laughs> so good. I'm so excited right now. You know. <laughs> I didn't even go and it's like the best. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was awesome. Pictures. Yeah. Well, I'm we like, got to get pictures. I'm of not this. missing this one. As oh, I yeah. said, Jeff was like, I scheduled my surgery. I'm like, see ya. loyal wife (laughs) getting on this plane son oh my god well man i think after that we definitely can dive into confessionals we definitely understand your perspective of weddings which is you fucking love them (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome do you guys want to answer and uh sorry do you guys want to read some confessionals yes okay pammy you want to go first all right hey ladies My friend got a serious raw deal from a hotel she was staying in the night before and the night of her wedding. First, she paid for a suite with a balcony so she could have some fun photos on it. And when she checked in, went into the room, no balcony, just a room without a view. To make matters worse, the room wasn't even clean yet. Gross. The the hotel clearly didn't have their shit together, but told her this was the only suite they had available so they would clean it but it was take it or leave it she was pissed of course but since she couldn't do anything about it at this late in the game she just had to go with it then to top it off she wanted to get a good night's sleep before the big day so none of us bridesmaids stayed with her we probably should have because she could hear the club bumping all night long she didn't get any sleep Luckily, Adrenaline and a good makeup artist were able to erase the bags under her eyes because she was a bit of a mess. After their wedding, she and her new husband went back to the suite, and she said she was so tired they both just slept through right through the insert generic club music. Uh, but don't worry, she had words with those in charge and made sure her complaints were heard. From the Disaster Hotel. Oh my god. Oh. This is the opposite 
of Kelly's wedding. I know. <laughs> yes. Oh, I would Wait, did you stay? Did you stay at the Disney Resort area too? Yes. Yes. So we actually got because we had a big old room block, and a lot of people came and stayed. We got a free night in a really fancy hotel. So we stayed at the Boardwalk Inn. We actually had the night before. I did. I did like like our our poor bride here. I went to have my nice restful night. So I had my room at the boardwalk and then that's where we stayed the night of the wedding as well right on so much better than this poor girl god that sucks i know i gotta be oh honest with you if i'd walked in and the room was dirty i would have been like on hotels.com booking something else would you you'd move yes, yes. i would have been at the freaking desk it doesn't have manager. a view it's dirty no. why bother true it's your freaking you wedding day yeah. i would have been like what's i don't care i'm paying it on it, it is what it is let's go right I don't know. Oh, for sure. I agree. Go with your and gut. Bet- the second she walked in, she was like, this sucks. Like, leave. But yeah, and then it only got worse. Before God. I make the change, I'd go get a chance to fix it. But I'd tell them. I'd be like, look, if you don't fix it, this is my freaking wedding. Fix this shit or I'm done. I'm leaving. And I'm definitely going to let everybody I know understand the way you run your business. Yeah. What also sounds like no one else stayed in this hotel right? It doesn't sound like anyone else yeah. in this building with her, like other friends, right? They all stayed oh, somewhere right. else. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been like well, bridesmaids. I'm coming to you. Yes, I would have, seriously go crash with that. Like yeah. ladies, well, it's possible because she ladies. mentioned the you know with the balcony. So she she may have had a vision of this specific place, and then yeah. you know somehow it didn't happen. But maybe that's, that's why she wasn't with everybody else. I have a question though, yeah. honestly. So the club music bumping all night, all night long is super annoying. But the day before your wedding, or the night before your wedding. Did you sleep very much? Did you sleep well? I was too amped. I didn't sleep at all. Wow. I did, but I didn't, it wasn't like normal. Oh, I'm just going to go to bed now. I was excited, but I just had to kind of wind myself down. But I'm also, I really like sleep. Sleep is a very important part of life. <laughs> I'm kind of like Kelly. Like I, yeah, I, got my I was excited, but like, yeah, I don't remember like tossing and turning all night or anything like that. Like, I yeah. definitely got some sleep. I think I had a little bit of jet lag mixed with right. energy and just so much TBD stuff swirling around. And I think it was because all my friends had arrived and I was just so excited. And then I was like, all right, everyone's like, night, night. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I just remember like sitting up all night, just like reading and trying every once in a while, like reading a chapter and then closing the book and turning off the light and laying down and being like, all right, it's time to go to sleep. And then 10 minutes later being like, okay, turn the light back on, read the book. <laughs> like, this is not happening. I know. But I also, I don't sleep well in hotels anyway, in general. Like, I sleep much better in my own bed. So it's kind of not unheard of that anytime I'm in a hotel, I'm kind of just, I always remember to bring a book or headphones or something because it's like, I'm going to have at least a good two or three hours where I'm getting up earlier or staying up later. (laughs) That's just who I am. But um, yeah, I feel bad for her. Stay with your friends, man. Honestly, my advice, if I had been in the moment with this girl, would have been go with your gut. If this place sucks, leave. Yeah. yeah, or put on some, it's your put on a cute dress you- and go to the club and have your own bachelorette party. Okay, you guys ready to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, wedding confessionals, gals and guests. My wedding is two months away and almost all of the major details of the big day have been planned or taken care of for the most part. I'm feeling pretty good about everything until a few days ago. 
Last weekend, I was at my fiance's parents' house for a family dinner, and we started talking about the actual schedule for the day of the wedding and reception. Somehow in all of the commotion, my future sister-in-law, who's not actually in the wedding party, but is only a guest, started talking about the garter toss. Everyone at the dinner, so basically my fiance's sister, brother, their spouses, and his parents. Also, there were kids, but they were watching TV in another room, so they don't count. I love all these details. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, his entire family thinks, of course, we're going to have a garter toss because it would be so funny. Then they started telling stories about the garter tosses from their own weddings. Everyone was laughing and carrying on, including my fiance. I sort of smiled and fake laughed and ate another dinner roll. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies, I have no interest in doing a garter toss. I'm not really a shy person, but I have my limits. And tossing my leg up in the air or having my brand new husband dig up my crotch in front of my father definitely crosses the line for me. Do I need to have a conversation with his family about this? Or can I just not have one and hope they don't notice on the wedding day? I don't want to have a weird fight or have a talk with my future sister-in-law that makes her feel like she's slutty for doing a garter toss at her wedding. I just want this topic to be gone, but I'm afraid with two months left, it's going to come up again. So what do I do? From on my wedding day, only one guy has seen my thighs. <laughs> Girl. I have strong opinions about what she's talking about. Oh, really? Hit me. I yeah. felt the same way. I was like, there's no way on God's green earth that we're doing a garter toss at my wedding. I'm not having my husband digging up my skirt in front of my family, my grandmother, his grandmother. I don't care what anybody else wants. It's my wedding. We're not doing it. And I don't think she's got to have some awkward conversation with her family or future family. I think she talks to the fiance. So this is what's happening. And you need to share that with your family. And that's it. Yeah. No, that's actually, I was um, listening or not listening. My friend sent me this really funny uh, uh, Slate, uh, the website Slate.com. They have a couple different advice columns. And I don't really read the one about parenting because I'm not a parent. But my friend sent it to me because there was one like answer that was pretty funny. But I just ended up reading the whole article. And one of the things that um, this writer mentions, and I'll link it because it's pretty funny. But one of the things he mentioned in another question is that and answered is that When it comes to your in-laws, in general, your spouse should be talking to his family and you should be talking to your family. So any uncomfortable conversation for the rest Mm -hmm. of your life. So during this wedding family planning process and moving forward, if there's ever anything that's a little uncomfortable, you deal with your people and I deal with mine. You know what I mean? Like maybe we go together and do it together, but you're the one that is in charge of this. And I think that's really fair. I mean, you understand the dynamic and I don't think it's fair to for you to have to be put in that position. So definitely, if you feel the need to nip this in the bud, you don't need to have the conversation with the sister-in-law. That's your Mm-mm. fiance's problem. Yeah. What do you think, Pam? I Wait, Are you pro? Did you do a garter toss? Oh, hell no. Okay. <laughs> hell no. Not not my thing. Um, because no. I just, oh, I mean, I've been to weddings where it happened. And if that's your thing, you know, great, but it always just feels a little awkward as you're you know, uncomfortable with it. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I'm like, I don't need to be this part of your <laughs> relationship, you know? No. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I didn't do it, 
But if someone else is doing it and they're really into it, anyone I've seen that's done it's been like a little rambunctious and like or when you've seen videos of it online or like in wedding, you know, shows or whatever. Yeah. I feel like if you're in and this is your personality and your culture and you're cool with it, like in general, it's just all about like empowerment. So if you're yeah. into this, like do it. If you're not, that's awful. <laughs> that's that really invasive. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So um so anyway, you didn't do it. What do you think yeah. she should do? I I like your advice of, you know, your people, you talk to your, he talks to his people. However, I would just, um, I mean, it's not going to go away. Clearly, they are way too into it. So yeah, if it comes down and he doesn't, just make sure one is not available. Like, it just doesn't exist. What if they show up with one? You say, try and get that on my leg. I dare you. oopsies it got lost (laughs) it's not happening it got lost it's her her body it's her situation it's her wedding it's her damn party so nobody's gonna make that thing on and she should know that and be able to say no that's not happening yeah I yeah I definitely think that if you feel like this is going to continue coming up in conversation Definitely, I guess, nip it in the bud. Nip it the in the other bun. thing yeah. I want to point out is that I think they're just having a fun time at dinner yeah. and just think that you're cool with it. I'm pretty sure they sound like sweet people. Like they're all, they all get together for dinner. Their kids are around and like everyone seems like they're really nice and like each other. And you seem very included in that night. So I get this vibe that if they knew you were uncomfortable, I don't think that they would want you to do it. And I think it's just another thing I think you should do is minimize it. Make it like it's not a big deal. It's like, oh, yeah, we're not doing that. Just, you know, don't yeah. don't feel like you have to have a sit down conversation. You know what I mean? No, it they're going to be, be super judgy. <laughs> <laughs> you think so? Yes. I don't know. That's what she's afraid of. Is there going to be judgy? Yes. Like she's Aww. a prude. Whatever. Yes. You're like, oh, that's whatever. not really my thing. I, I think in general in life, having an opinion about what you want to do and just being chill about it and not being too aggressive, I think yeah. it's hard to fight with somebody whose answer is just very pragmatic and reasonable. If you're fiery and you're coming in hot, then that's when, you know, explosions happen. But if you're just coming in with a vibe of like, yeah, that's not really my jam. So we're not doing that. But anyway, and then just like going to something that you are excited about. Just become almost like bored by it. Be like, no, it's not really my thing. Then she's got to do it now. If it's been talked about for a while and she hasn't said anything and it's now two months away, like you got to get in there, girl. How is she going to organically bring this up? I don't think she has to. I mean, I think you're right. I think you just roll with it. And if it does come up, don't deny it. Just be like, no, we're not doing that. No, I think the family sounds really nice, really like like they're just trying to be inclusive and fun. And I think you're right. They have dinner rolls. They like carbs. I like these people. It's true. I'd be (laughs) stuffing dinner rolls in my face too. I think they're being participatory in the wedding. Like, hey, this will be fun. And if she says, I don't really think I want to do that, they'll be like, great, let's do something else. You know, I think it won't be so Maybe also if you feel like it would be easier for that topic to come up when it's you, your fiance, and one member of this family in the room. And you're not sure. confronting this table of people. The whole family. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's just good. the sister-in-law. Yeah. And you guys are just randomly out to dinner and you're chatting about the wedding because you're going to be talking about your damn wedding until you get married. That's oh, just how sure. it goes. Yes. And and somehow it, like you can just kind of casually bring up, oh, yeah, and the timing and everything. And I'm going to do this. And yeah, I think we're not doing the gutter toss. It's not really my thing. And then just like breeze on to the next topic and see yeah. if you can just like slip it in. 
But I think you should definitely stand your ground. You should definitely not do this. Yes. yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it. It's not happening. And don't come in hot. Just be chill about it. And they'll probably be fine. And if they're not, well, then they're weirdos. And that's really creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you All guys true. ready to get on to number three? Yeah. Kelly, you ready to read your confessional? Oh, yeah. So, dear wedding confessionals, I need to vent because I'm a little bummed, disappointed, and really can't say this to anyone in my family or friends even. Here's my story. I'm the youngest of five, three sisters and a brother. All of my siblings are married and have been for quite some time. I chose to focus on my career and then I met the man of my dreams and now we're getting married. All good, right? Well, this is the part where it's not. My parents paid for all of my older sister's weddings and let me tell you, they were not cheap. No expense was spared. And I know my parents didn't pay for all of my brother's wedding, but they did pay a portion. Now that it's my turn and I am last and I didn't get married in my early 20s, they're only offering to help pay for some of the wedding. But I know that's only a fraction of what my sisters got. And to be honest, I had dreams of having the same wedding as they had. But now I'm not going to be able to because I can't afford it. Ugh, I feel like a spoiled child. But am I wrong to have such expectations? From being last sucks. Oh. Oh. Poor bride. I, I have a moment of sadness. Yeah. I feel for her. I do too. Yeah. It's I, so tough because, sorry, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, I have three sisters. And so I think I can kind of understand how she feels. One of my sisters had a very big, you know, church wedding. It was not cheap. It wasn't over the top, but it definitely cost. Um, and I think that when you see that, and that was the first wedding, for our, our sisters, you see that and you go, great, that's what I, I can expect for myself. And that's what we're going to do for me. And it's going to be beautiful and wonderful. And, and how crushing to feel disappointed when that's not what you think you're going to be able to do after all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'm sad. I'm sad. Okay. It's, it's tough because the reason why I'm sad is that she seems like a really reasonable person. Like she knows this yeah. isn't a fight that she's going to actually have. Yes. That's why she's writing yeah. us. Yeah. But you can't help your emotions. You can't. Of course not. And, and her last thing, am I wrong to have such expectations? No, I, I no. don't think you're wrong. You're not wrong. No. But, you know, but times change and you're, parents financial situation may be different than it was when your siblings were yeah. getting married unfortunately like things change and you you can't predict that and so I mean I just it, it feels sad that I, I think you'll still have the wedding of your dreams it just may be different yeah. than what your sisters had or what your siblings had yeah I think that you know it's tough because money, money's so tough. Money's so tough because it's like you're clearly a grown up and an adult and you have your own money and savings. But in the back of your mind, you probably didn't think you needed to put aside anything for a wedding because it sounded like you thought the expectations is your family. Yeah. But, mm -hmm. you know, there could be a lot of financial stuff that sounds like you're sensitive enough, but you don't really know your parents' financial situation. It only takes one stock market switch or, you know, a, a some, surprising medical problems. Yes, exactly. Benefits. Some surprising investment that had to be made that cannot be helped or they're getting closer to retirement and every penny really counts to help them 
you know, as they age. And that's something to be sensitive about. It's a bummer. It could have been that your parents were maybe a little unreasonable what they could have should have spent earlier and, you know, didn't think ahead and inflation and maybe, you know, a job change or, you know, there's so many things, so so many possibilities of how things go right and wrong with money. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that you have to think about it this way. This is an opportunity. I know this sounds like a bullshit answer, but go with me. (laughs) This is an opportunity for you to really sit down and think about really distill what it is that you really want in a wedding. You know what I mean? Like really think about what it is. Is it an image or a look or a color or just find like that essence of what it is and incorporate that into the budget that you have. The number is what yeah. it is. It is yeah. what it is. It sucks. Yeah. And I think you're allowed for like a solid week to be pissed about it. Sure. And let it out. And you called us and bitch yeah. to a friend, not a family member, but call a friend who's going to keep her mouth shut <laughs> and let yeah. it out. And then sit down with the numbers and be like, I really want X. And that's the thing that I want to make sure above this all happens. happens. And mm-hmm. obviously include yeah. your significant other in this. This is their wedding too. Well, yes. But I think that there's a way to get a unique and fun, interesting version of a wedding that is still something you love. Also, now your I'm weddings saying. aren't going to be like any of your siblings' weddings. Your wedding is going to be cool. Yeah. Now you have the opportunity to think outside the Do box. Do your own thing. Like that's the thing. When limitations show up, it requires us to really push ourselves and push outside of our boundaries and our comfort zones. And usually that leads to really creative, interesting results. And I'm actually really excited to see what she comes up with. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be different than what maybe you imagined, but it's still going to be great. Yeah. And no matter what, it's going to be yours. It's your wedding. Every day of the week, that's your wedding. It's not someone else's. It's what you want it to be. And it's going to feel like your wedding. And that's what matters. Also, idea, if you really just am thinking like, I really have this idea and I really want it in my head. Okay, then do this now. Have a small, tiny wedding now. Save up your money and have the bomb ass 10 year anniversary that is the wedding you always wanted. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean that this big, huge thing that you want isn't possible down the road. It sounds like financially you haven't saved for that, and that's mm-hmm. cool. But if that's something that's really important to you, then make it happen later. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think sure. you should still get married pretty soon. It sounds like you love the guy, and it sounds like you're excited. Sure. But I mean, I think that I think that there is a happy ending to this story. Yeah, oh, you're just in a shock because you just found out the yeah. numbers aren't matching up, and that is a bummer yeah you've got to go through the grieving process that's for sure yes for tr- and yeah. you're not you're yeah, not a, you're sure. not a spoiled brat for having this when you have an expectation oh, no. and it isn't met it no matter what is going on in your life whatever the topic is yeah it sucks yeah and you're allowed to be pissed for a minute you're allowed to feel it sure feel it and yeah. then shake it off and, and move on march forward yep yeah. march down that aisle in whatever capacity it is yeah i want to know tell us all about it eventually because we want to know how this goes Yes. Okay. Are we good? Do we feel like we empowered her enough? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Put on some Beyonce. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's all it. the confessionals. Yeah. yeah. You guys ready to move on to bridal breaks? Yes. Bridal sure. breaks. Bridal breaks are just tips that we give to not only brides, but anybody planning a wedding of things to do that have nothing to do with wedding planning so that you can stop dealing with your invites enjoy your life, have a moment, be a human. 
That way, when you come back to dealing with all your wedding planning details, you're a little less uh, stressed out. So um, Pammy usually gives a cocktail. I do. Um, I want to hear about this cocktail. I peeked over <laughs> your shoulder and I'm in. So my uh, my bridal break today is um, in honor of Kelly's Disney wedding with Cinderella. Good, because I want to keep talking about it like forever. <laughs> this um, can be a five-part series. She had <laughs> her signature drink, and I have to say it was really tasty, and I may have had a few because they went down easy. Um, my but, favorite <laughs> kind of drinks. <laughs> but... Um, because of her whole Cinderella theme with uh, Cinderella's castle and the carriage and all of that, this was um, her signature drink was the glass slipper cocktail, and it was delicious. Um, I found it. Um, this this may or may not be what she used, um, but I found this recipe on LiveInStyle.com, and it uh, has some gin in it. Blue curacao. Is that if I'm saying that right? I think that's how you say curacao? it. Curacao? Yeah. I think so. It's the blue liquor. We all know. Yeah, the blue one. All right. Pick the blue one. Um, <laughs> then um, And then add a little bit of lemonade to, to sweeten it up a little bit. Make sure it's in a martini glass and you have your glass slipper. It's delicious. That sounds wonderful. Um, so my bridal break for this week is a Spotify playlist. So I don't know if you guys know who Max Martin is. Nope. You might not. Okay. So all you need to know about Max Martin is that he's a Swedish songwriter and uh, producer who's created pretty much every pop song you've ever loved. What? So Spotify has a playlist called this is dot dot Max Martin. And they do these all the time for artists. Like they'll have, this is Madonna. It's all of Madonna's hits in one big playlist, which is super helpful. But with Max Martin, I'm like, I've heard that name before. I remember that he did some Britney Spears songs. So I was like, Oh, click on this. It'll be a fun, like, you know, midday fun pop playlist. Homeboy has written and produced every song you've ever heard in your life. Let me just roll through really quick. Shake it off by Taylor Swift. I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. Change of the Rhythm rhythm by Katy Perry. Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Um, Dynamite by Tyo Cruz. Blank Space by Taylor Swift again. Um, Into You by Ariana Grande. Wow. No, Dark Horse by Katy Perry. Uh, cool for the Summer, Demi Lovato. Hands to Myself, Selena Gomez. Guys, I'm only like... A tenth of a way through this playlist. It is. And and again, I remember that he produced uh, Britney Spears. Hit me, baby, one more time. Like this goes Uh, back a while. How rich is this dude, by the way? Talented, (laughs) talented dude. Yeah. So he's like the king of producing and writing pop songs. And this playlist is the best. (laughs) This man is talented. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, my definitely, definitely if you love pop music and you want kind of a mix of songs and not just from one era, just kind of spanning the last couple decades. He's your guy. This is Max Martin playlist on Spotify is the shit. Also, let's all try to meet Max Martin, hang out with him because he'll probably pay for everything because homeboy has got to be loaded. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kelly, what is your bridal break for the week? All right. So I like to do things that calm my mind a little bit and I like repetitive stuff. So I like to knit whenever I get super stressed out that repetitive motion, one simple little thing, doing it over and over and again, you can sit and watch TV. You can do whatever. I like to sit there and knit and it's at the end you get a scarf. It's, it's productive. And if, and if you need something that doesn't get taken away at TSA cause you're traveling, 
take a crochet hook and do that because Pam taught me how to crochet. But it's the same idea. <laughs> oh, the knitting needles you can't take on an airplane? Well, I, I worry because some of them are metal and they're pointy. And oh, long. got yeah. it. You have to have a project if you're going through yeah. TSA. You have to have, you can't just have needles. You have to have it with a project. Oh, it has to be midway through? Mm -hmm. Wow. G good tip, guys. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, crochet hook, if you're not sure, you can travel with that. They're not, they're not so opposed to that. Yeah. Is there yeah, a website or a book that you like to get ideas about what to do? You know, so either I'll walk into Hobby Lobby or Michael's or whatever, and I'll literally like take a picture of a basic, how to do a basic crochet knot, because I'll forget and I'll just have it on my phone. But I literally <laughs> That's a good idea. Real, I do. And, or I, I, I have gone on YouTube and been like, um, I need a, a double, how do you do a double uh, hook or double stitch on crochet? Because I'll forget. Or how do I drop or how do I add? And they have great little five, 10 minute YouTube videos that'll like remind you how to do the most basic thing and can get you started like very simple and easy. And that's literally because I had not knitted or crocheted in so long. I looked it up and started crocheting again just because I needed the break and I needed the, the, the mind to calm down. And that's one of those things that does it for me. Yeah. I like that a lot. Using so your hands. You, you can crochet or knit while listening to Max Martin and drinking a glass slipper cocktail. Guys, the if you can get a trifecta of bridal breaks, <laughs> please take a picture and post it on Instagram and tag us. Do it. Please. <laughs> Do. <laughs> oh my God, while blasting out just since you've been gone. Yes. <laughs> Making your Kelly Clark Clarkson. Clarkson, right? Mm -hmm. Kelly Clarkson inspired uh, scarf. Yes. I love it. I love it a lot. Well, that's yeah. it, guys. Yes. Kelly, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Thank you. This was so much fun. Oh my goodness. I really appreciate it. Do you want to promote anything uh, regarding... Uh, is there what, the the media stuff that you work on it? Can anyone actually see it that isn't military? Or is it all internal? No, it's it's public stuff. So if you if you really want to see stuff about soldiers, we have a website called DividsHub, D V I D S H U B dot net, and it's literally the repository where military journalists from everywhere, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. And all our photojournalists, video guys, they go on and they upload photos, videos, written stories about soldiers, sailors, airmen, marines, what they do for their jobs, where they are across the world. You can literally, anybody can go on it and you can look up and see photos of cool stuff happening. And, you know, news folks go on and pull things out for stories about the soldiers from their hometowns and that sort of stuff. But it's a place anyone can go and see what their soldiers are doing. And so, you know, it's, it's a great thing if you want to, you know, know what the troops are up to. It's a way for people to know. That's cool. Love it. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on. Yay. We're going to now promote our stuff, which is also available online for the public to view. It is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pam, if people want to learn more about this episode or any episode of this podcast, what website should they go to? Weddingconfessionals.com. We are on social media. Where can you find us on social media, Pammy? You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to find our handles specifically for those social media accounts, where do you go? Weddingconfessionals.com. Yeah, from there, you can just click on the little bird for Twitter. Yep. That weird little picture thing for Instagram. Yep. Is it supposed to be like a camera? It's, yeah, weird. It's, like a camera. it's a little square, a little camera thing. Yeah. yeah. Or Facebook was just a little F. F. I mean, it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, they were first. They didn't know. It's okay. Um, and then um, we want you to send us your stories. If you have any confessionals or you want some advice, uh, hit us up. We're here. Um, Pammy, there's three ways you can send us your stories. One yes. is an email address. What is that? 
weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. And the phone number is 4332... Two s- four, okay, I'm trying to remember it. We're now into the 50s, and I should have memorized the number by now. Yes. 434-2393? Three, three, Pammy, line... Four three four nine three three. Four three four nine three three two six six three. Correct. Four three four nine three three two six six three. Yes. Okay, guys, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm just not. Good, I'm not. I'm not good at number. I'm not good at memorizing in general, and definitely memorizing numbers not my strong suit. It's good though. We can all admit that we're not great at everything. It's true. We all have our faults. <laughs> um, you also can send your stories through our website, which again is what Pam weddingconfessionals.com from there you can click on a little picture or a tab and it says what pam tell us your secret tell us your secret from there you just fill out a a form you just put in a name doesn't have to be real we don't know and then uh just tippity tap your story in there and hit send so we don't need your email address don't need your phone number we don't really want it anyway no we don't really we're not going to sell it to anybody no we're too lazy to even imagine doing that pretty much (laughs) so send us your stories and we will read them on the podcast and help you out um also if you have a chance zip on over to apple podcast slash apple uh itunes and Mm -hmm. give us a rating and what kind of stars do you like pammy i love five stars Pammy likes five stars in her reviews (laughs) (laughs) um besides apple podcasts give me my pen Besides Apple Podcasts, Pamela, mm-hmm. we're not going to time you this time. Okay, good. We're just going to, because we added a new one. Yes. So I feel like I want to give you a break this time. I don't time you every time because I like to, I like to make you sweat and make you not know what exactly is happening. <laughs> so I'll give you Apple Podcasts because we okay. already talked about it. Yes. What are the other podcast providers where you can find wedding confessionals? You can find us on Google Play, uh-huh. Stitcher, Podbean, Player FM, um, Podcast Republic, Podcast Attic, um, Podcast Land, Downcast, Overcast, Castro, and our latest, CastBox. CastBox! Woohoo! Love it! Yeah! Good job, girl. Thank you. You're much better. I have to memorize a series of numbers and I fail. (laughs) (laughs) You have to memorize all of that and you're soaring. Good for you. I, I am now. It's yeah. taken some time. And you are competitive, so I'm sure you really like that you're winning at this. <laughs> <laughs> and you're yeah. trying to find ways to mess me up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't like losing either. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Kelly, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. This is awesome. Um, and Pammy, I will see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud and make sure to give us a five-star rating or give us a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.